Let's get things started. He is an offensive lineman for the University of Oregon. He's Alex Forsyth with uh, with us here on the Zone Sports Network. Alex, thanks for a few minutes. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you guys for having me. Are we your, your first interview today? You, you are my first interview, yeah. So how many, do you know exactly how many of these you're scheduled to do? <laughs> you know, I just, I just look at the next one. So I just, I just got going. one more after this, and then it's going to keep on going until about I, five. I always worry because I feel like we all probably ask you the same questions. Like you, you get, you know, do you? have like your answer perfected probably by the end of this to pretty much every question yeah i mean by the end of the day i'll, I'll be uh i'll be dialed in on what i'm gonna say pretty much so alex you're an offensive lineman for the oregon ducks and there was a kid from utah who got a lot of run on the oregon offensive line penne sewell mm-hmm. but from what i understand you're better than penne sewell aren't you no, 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 not at all. He's he, he's the best, uh, best that there is. He's the, he's as good as they come. So he's a, uh, you know, he's a he's a real dude. So, so I learned he, a lot from him. He sat out last year to prepare for the draft. So in a lot of ways, that was a blessing in disguise for this year's team because you had other guys who needed to step up with him taking care of his professionals and obviously he got drafted and he'll go on and do great things in the nfl good good for him but for you guys now you're pretty much returning everybody abbreviated season but i'm thinking that should really help the offensive line collectively going into this season yeah, no, definitely. You know, Panay, like, like you said, he had to do what's best for him and his family and his professional career. Didn't want to risk injuries or, or anything with, with COVID. Um, no, but I think that, that helped us come together as a unit because going into our first game, we had only one guy that started one game. So one combined start between five five or six guys that were rotating in. So it was definitely a, you know, a learning experience last year, and I, I'm really grateful that we got seven games in because I know a lot of teams were right. less fortunate. They got four or ze- even zero games in, yeah, so yeah. at least we had a season um, in some capacity. So I think just going through those seven games, uh, you know, playing in a bowl game, obviously season didn't go as we wanted, um, lost a few games. But, you know, we, we learned a lot, and I think going into the spring, we, we really came together and, and really meshed as a, as a unit. So I think that's there was definitely some benefits um, the last season. As an O-line specifically, what's it like playing for Coach Cristobal? We get a chance to talk to him every yeah. year, you know, that he's yeah. passionate about his offensive line. Yeah. Is, it, is it cool or does it put extra kind of pressure on it because there's the focus of the head coach? I think I think both. I think it's it's cool because there's there is pressure on you to you know perform and you know he's an unbelievable coach, unbelievable mentor, unbelievable leader. I, you, I can't say enough good things about Coach Cristobal and and how far he's taken this program um, and what he's done to change it. And you know having an offensive line guy, he puts a lot of emphasis on the offensive line and the defensive line too. He wants our front seven um, on defense to you know be some bad dudes, and then <laughs> wants the offensive line obviously to be some bad dudes as well. Um, knock people back, you know, run the ball, and then the front seven to stop the run. So, you know, it's a it's a big deal um, for him and and for us. And it's 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 great to have you know all those sets of eyes on you. You know, you got uh, Coach Cristobal, Coach Mirabal, Coach Barron, Coach Woodle, um, and some other analysts that are watching the line. You got five or six guys watching the line, and and that's that's just because he puts an emphasis, so much of an emphasis on the front seven that he wants all these coaches and analysts to be watching the the offensive line and, you know, correcting things. Um, And I think ultimately that just helps your program because, I mean, I I truly think offensive line is is probably the most important position, um, position group on the offense and then on the entire team as well. I think the front seven and the offensive line are two most important things. So, so. 
The offensive line looks like it's intact, should have a good season, and I look at the running back situation, guys that you'll be opening holes for, and I can, I believe I can make a strong case that certainly in the north, probably in the conference too, but the combination of Verdell and Dye are going to be extremely dynamic. Tell us about blocking for them and the differences that they bring to the table in terms of their running styles comparing each guy. Yeah, you know, I, th- I think they're both every down backs. So you can use them first, second, third down, and hopefully not, but fourth down too. Um, <laughs> you can use them whenever, and they're, they're both, you know, they're great dudes most importantly, but they're, they're phenomenal players, and they, they're really, really smart too. I think the biggest thing that people that is underrated about running good running backs great running backs which i think they're both great running backs is their ability to understand protections um because you got to keep the quarterback safe he's yeah. the most important player on the offense you got to keep him safe and that's our job and that's the running back's job too if we're in a six-man protection and they understand protections from the inside and out and i think that goes back to coach master and coach mirrorball they both are really really close with each other go over all this protections um all of our protections pregame everything they put such an emphasis on protections and we're working so much with the running backs that it makes it so much fun to play with all the guys because they they have to if you want to get on the field at oregon as a running back you've got to know protections and so that if you're on the field at oregon you know protections and that makes it easier for us too because they everybody's going to blame the o-line if somebody comes free uh, even if it's not our fault but that that doesn't happen because because Travis and CJ and all those guys, they're always there. Um, and they, like I said, they understand protections. They're both phenomenal in this offense. They're, they'd be great in any offense, but I, I love blocking for those two. We were talking off the air a little bit, Alex, and Alex Forsyth is with us from uh, the University of Oregon about how weird it was last year playing yeah. in, in empty stadiums. And you've got, you guys uh, will be in Salt Lake uh to play the utes in late november the 20th i believe yeah. and uh you know Autzen obviously is just an incredible environment uh rice Eccles, uh, i think is one of the more special environments in the conference as well but uh, talk about how weird it was last year and you know how it's going to be good to be back in front of fans this year yeah no i mean i'm i'm definitely excited it was it was weird being in empty stadiums where they just kind of pump in the crowd noise um through the speakers so that's definitely a weird experience but you know I'm, I'm really glad this year that we're going to have fans hopefully around 100 percent capacity around everywhere um and i you know i'm, I'm really excited to play playing Austin and, and playing all these stadiums it'll be it'll be good so I think that Oregon this year, as far as the non-conference representative of the Pac-12, has the premier non-conference game. And that's September 11th, you go to Ohio State to play. I hate Ohio State. I just absolutely hate them. So do me one favor this year, beat those guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right right now we're just focused on, uh, you know, fall camp, having a great fall camp, and then focus on whatever opponent is that week we just have a one and oh process where we we just focus on the opponent in front of us so that's what we're doing right now is focus on great having a great fall camp but do you feel the mantle of the pac-12 in this particular game i mean you got fresno first so you got to take care of them but you know that you're you're a pac-12 guy you grew up in the pac-12 country and so we we hear about the pac-12 you know trying to gain respect can you separate the player one game at a time to speak to the larger issue of the respect and how big of a deal respect is on these non-conference games not just for yourselves but for everybody in the conference yeah i think every conference wants to be uh you know respected and 
and uh, across the country by by every other conference. Um, but like I said, we're just we're just focused on right now um, what we're doing right now and what we got next, which is fall camp and. And then we'll get to the opponents once once we get to them. But I think every conference just wants – I mean, they want to be respected. And I think there's – I mean, there's obviously great conferences. Um, all the D1 conferences are, are great in their own way. Um, but, yeah. Okay, I won't ask you about Stony Brook then. <laughs> yeah, no, like I said, yeah, we're just focused on one game at a time. Well, Alex, thank you very much for a few minutes. Good luck with this season coming up, and uh, glad we could be your first today. Yeah, yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank there you, you Alex. go. That's Alex Forsyth from uh, the University of Oregon getting things started here at Pac-12 Media Day.